A woman of power is one who is called and directed by God, one who walks in and utilizes her God-given gifts, one who has true power and authority. Welcome to the new series, Women of Power. Welcome to another episode of the Women of Power series. I have an additional guest here. This is my mother, Miss Glinda Dubriel. She is on the panel and she's going to bring the fire according to the Word of God, but also in relation to being a mother. She will be our mother on the panel. And then Jasmine and I will also bring our insight as well. So welcome, moms, and tell our audience about you. I'm very glad to be here. I'm a mom of two beautiful daughters, and uh, I'm a child of God, and I'm blessed to be who I am in Christ and blessed to be on the panel. Awesome. So, yes, what it is a gift to have a mother but also to have a praying mother and see the manifestations as you grow into the woman that you are based on those prayers. And then also seeing the manifestations that come from the combining of your prayers with your mother's prayers or whomever is that person who consistently prays for you. So we're going to be discussing getting into position. It's something that we hear in the church often, in the kingdom realm, I would say. And so let's dive deep into that. What does it mean to get into position? I believe getting in position means stay in the position that the Father has you in and don't move in and don't allow anyone to pull you away from that place that God has you and you don't be distracted by your own emotions or feelings. You don't allow anyone to distract you from where the Father have you because that position is very important for you to stay focused in that position, to be able to respond to where the Lord is taking you. I believe that. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And one thing I've also learned is that when it comes to getting in position, it also means you have to have an understanding of God's ordained call on your life. So if you're on my email community, you've probably read the series I did on Ephesians 4 scripture, where it's saying, and there's some apostles, some teachers, some evangelists, some prophets, etc. And if we don't know which of those God has called us to be, then we can't get into position. I would also say, and I added at the closing of that series, is that God can call you to be a hybrid, which means you can be a prophet and a teacher. You can be an evangelist and an apostle. And it's that we should not put God in a box, but also we have to continue to accept and acknowledge the fact that God has called us and we should not be calling ourselves and trying to put ourselves in uh, any position at all that God has not ordained for us because we can be out of grace. We can have some real challenges that occur because we try to raise ourselves up or the individual tries to raise themselves up 
when God never said that that individual was supposed to be in that role. So that's important. I also think about when it comes to getting a position is in line with what we're just talking about, which is your calling and understanding what it means to be an evangelist, what it means to be an apostle, what it means to be an, a pastor, and the fact that women can be pastors. What does it mean? And so God can be the ultimate trainer for that. And so I would add to getting into position as far as the personal training that God can give you, but also the the training that you can get from others and that preparation piece as well, preparing for the call that God has on your life and being patient, being patient as well as you move into that calling. So what is an example of when you had to get into position? Getting in position is, um, one, is yielding to this, the Holy Spirit, yielding to the Spirit of God, yielding to to His plan, yielding to what He's assigned you to do. And you must be open to hear Him. And the only way you be open to hear Him is by being filled with the Holy Spirit and listening and having relationship with the Father. It's following His will, following His plan. And that will be in Romans uh, 12, uh, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holding and acceptable to God, which is your responsible reason of service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And see, that way, when you stay focused on his plan and surrendering to him and his plan, then you will be always in position. You will always be prepared by having that relationship with him and staying in the word. Yes. Get your Bibles out. We're having Bible study as well when it comes to this episode. So what is an example from your life in regards to getting in when you had to get in position? Well, when I had to get in position, like I was saying, that relationship with the Father, that relationship of being filled with the Holy Spirit, that relationship of having relationship is staying in relationship with Him not allowing anyone to pull you away from what he want you to do. Right. But I'm mm -hmm. asking about a example, example from your life. I mean, my life is what I feel with the Holy Spirit. I know I was saved at 16, but at 16, you're still kind of wandering back and forth. But when I really received the Holy Spirit, that's like 20, 24, then I was able to understand the purpose of God. I was under, was able to be open up to the word, to understand the knowledge, to understand the purpose of his will. That's what drew me closer because I was able, a light came on, I put it like that, where I was able to receive and understand what he wanted me to do. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit is so important. Yes. 
And so let's tie that to getting into position. Mm-hmm. How is it that if you do not have the Holy Spirit, that you can't get into position properly? Because you can't, you don't know the voice of God and you're blinded to the truth. You're blinded to the light. You have to have the Spirit of God that lives inside of you and you have to respond to the Spirit of God. And the only way you're going to respond is ask and open up to receive His Spirit to His power that is already in you. When you receive Jesus, your personal Savior, you receive the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All those live within you, which is the Trinity. But the only way you're going to know His plan, you have to ask with the Holy Spirit to, in order to understand the purpose of God that lives in the power mm-hmm. that lives inside. So well, is it that when we accept God into our hearts that we have the Holy Spirit? You already have it, but you got to ask him for you to utter for the function of it. Okay. Can you elaborate on that? The function of it is when you ask the Lord with the Holy Spirit, and you got to utter in order to understand the mind of God. And that's what you do. Okay. Observation. Some churches or some kingdom settings, there are people who are not speaking in tongues. They are not even open to the idea of it. So what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that, how are you going to know God's plan if you're not open to receive power that is in you? And if it's in you, then that's what God said. You're supposed to be able to respond to his mind, to his plan, to his heart, to his spirit. How are you going to know God's spirit if you don't function in it? You have to function in it to know his plan, to know his will, and also to understand the deeper things to know him and to know what he created you for. Mm-hmm. And so true power comes from having the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit in it you. Does. If you want to receive it, you have to go and read your word and find out about it in the Acts. It talks about the Holy Spirit. It breaks it down. Also, it talks about it in when Jesus, and uh, I believe it's in um, Matthews, I believe when Jesus also received the Holy Spirit, he had to do it as an example to walk in the earth so we could understand what we have to do the same as Jesus did. So Mm -hmm. he had to receive to be tempted. That's how you get through everything by the Holy Spirit and the power that lives in you because everything in this earth is completely erupting anyway. It's passing away. But in order for us to stay strong and receive heavily walking in the, the things of God, We need the Spirit of God in order to understand the function of it, to flow in the purpose of God, just the way Jesus did. He was the example of everything. So we got to do, we got to follow. So when Jesus ascended into heaven Mm -hmm. after rising from the dead, he said that there will be one that comes after me. Comforter. Mm -hmm. Right. And so Although we'd probably love to be able to sit down and have a conversation with Jesus every day, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not possible. God, we can talk to God, we we pray, mm-hmm. and he reveals things to us, mm-hmm. but we can't have 
that in-person, mm-hmm. in, if you would say that way, right. in-person right. encounter, especially with God. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit is in us for the purpose of us to be able to function function and have that true power that we've been talking about. Right. And to understand even the Bible and other things that are revealed to us Uh that are supplemental to the Bible. So I just want to be clear that I'm not saying that you cannot have an encounter with God, but if we think about how, if you can imagine my mom and I are sitting here recording this episode, Mm-hmm. that Jesus is not here with us. God is, he's here with us. He's in the presence. He's in the presence, the but Spirit. it's yeah. not a, a physical presence. Yeah. And so the Holy Spirit is here with us, in us, wherever we go. And if you think about it, that is just phenomenal because he's here with us mm-hmm. where we are. Mm-hmm. And then he's here, he's there with you. Mm-hmm. And then all across the world for those who are believers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's great. And then you got to remember, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Without the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Who was the Word? Jesus. So we need the Word, and we need to understand the function of the Word. Okay. Because it says right in the beginning, when Genesis, Genesis is talking about in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. But when he, everything came into existence, he spoke it. And that was the spirit of God moving everything. So we have that spirit of God in us. So we got to know the function of it. How are you going to know the function if you don't ask from the power that's in you? And you got to do what it's tell you to do in order to function in that. Right. Mm-hmm. So even elaborating a bit more on speaking in tongues that some choose not to do it mm-hmm. because they feel that it's going to make them look like they're crazy. But the purpose of speaking in tongues is not for others. Sometimes it is if there's an interpreter that comes behind no, and it interprets mm-hmm. it. But it's, it's to build you up. It's right. Build you up. Build you up to edify you. you. Uh-huh. So yeah. we shouldn't be about ourselves and say, well, I'm not going to do it because I'm concerned about what people are going to think about me, but mm-hmm. realizing that it's building you up. Mm-hmm. And what else does it do? It builds you up. It strengthens you. It also it reveals who you are and who God is in you. And it reveals his plan to you. You can go into the word and it places where the fleshly mind, the carnal mind can't comprehend because of the spirit of God moving in you, you can insight, you can see deeper into scripture and it bring it to life, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I would also add for me personally, it enhances my revelation from God. Mm-hmm. So I'll wake up early in the morning and I won't know what to pray, but I pray in the Holy Spirit and then the downloads come, the revelation mm-hmm. comes, or mm-hmm. it's that I'm not to know what exactly the purpose was, but it may just be one single name that's dropped in my spirit. I don't know what's going on with that person, mm-hmm. but I pray in the Holy Spirit in regards to that person and the Holy Spirit intercedes for me right. for the things that I don't know mm-hmm. that I need to pray that's for myself utter. and others. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And and also it prays mysteries. It prays it seems that the carnal mind can't comprehend. That's why you have to understand the mind of God. If you don't allow the Holy Spirit to function in you, how are you going to know the mind of God and the mind of his purpose? How are you going to see the deeper things into the scripture of his word? Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to have that. Yeah. There was even a study on people who speak in tongues and they did a scan of their brain and they noticed that the brain recognizes it as a mm-hmm. type of language. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that's amazing. There's so many deeper things of God that we can understand and, and know if we have the desire to pursue those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about getting in position and how it relates to transitions. Get into position, you in position, you stay in position. And transitioning means when you are staying in position to transition, I believe, into the next step, to the next place God have you to go into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes this is my experience that the transitions can be subtle. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they can be pretty vast. Mm-hmm. And if That's we right. are prepared, mm-hmm. then we're we're off balance because it's like, what scenario can I give? Like a something is underneath your feet and then someone just snatches it from underneath your feet and now you're falling because you can't even pick up where you're supposed to be going mm-hmm. versus the thing that's under your feet. You're saying, okay, well, I know it's going to shift right now. So let me prepare before this thing is snatched underneath my feet. Mm-hmm. So I can gu- be guided to the next step. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think about it. Yeah. And that's a good analogy there. And it's also playing a sport. And you know you have to be in position to catch that ball or whatever. And if you're out of position, you'll slip or fall. Or you'll be out of place where you should be when they're throwing you that ball. Oh, yes. That's, that's the same good, thing. That's a good know? example, too. And you have to be in that position. That's why... When the father have you in a position, don't move. I don't care what tries to pull you away, what tries to move you, because that will happen. That will happen just like when Jesus was tempted, continuously tempted, when he went into the wilderness, after he was filled with the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit right there, strengthening him, strengthening him, just like he was an example to us right there in the wilderness. And and immediately he kept saying, it is written, for thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and only him shall thy serve. And he was telling him, you serve him also. And that's the same thing. We have to remind the enemy that he, that God created him, and you have the authority, because the authority is in you. And when God puts you in position, you don't move. You stay right there. I don't care what's going on. What's happening, you have to stay focused. And the way your focus is, is praying in the Holy Spirit, trusting the Lord. Faith is what changes anything in black and white. You have the antidote in you. You have the prescription. You have the pharmacy. You have the breakdown of everything that's in you. 
And all you got to do is stay there and allow the Lord to move you when it's time to move. But other than that, you stay in position. Do not get out of position because when he's ready to bless you or whatever he's, wherever he's taking you or directing you, if you're out of position, how are you going to receive it? Right. So sometimes it can be, if you allow it to be a struggle Mm -hmm. because you want to get ahead of God. You can't. And if you think about it, you're trying to be God of your life. Right. If you are trying to get ahead of it and saying, Mm -hmm. well, uh, let me make this happen. Let me, let me do it. I'm going to figure this out myself. Forgetting that you casted your cares and you said you're going to let him take care of it. So just wanted to add that in as well. Yeah, and then it's so true because it's the same place when uh, King, the pride spirit rises up. And as the Lord was talking to him in Genesis, telling him, he said, if you just do exactly the same thing, you've been doing it all the time. So why are you going to move out of position of this and not do it? I'm just giving a scenario. I'm not, it's not exactly what was stated like that, but what he was telling him, he says, sin wants to snatch you up out of here. He's right at the door. Why can't you follow the instructions that you always have been following? And he got angry with God and walked away from him after he killed his brother. And he was trying to warn him at that moment. Sin is trying to wrap you up out of here. Follow through what you were already doing. That's the same thing we have to do. See, that pride spirit also want to rise up. And that distracts us and gets us off focus of what God is telling us to do. Oh, we want to step. Oh, I think I can do this. And you move in the Father out the way. So how do you? how are you going to be positioned to receive what the Father has for you? You don't have to struggle. You can stay there. Be at peace. He said, I give you perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on me. Stand focused on him. Stand in peace of him. Staying in his word gives you a balance, give you a focus where you stay there and don't move. But if you allow your flesh to move you around, then you're going to be out of balance. You're going to be out of place. And when it comes, you won't even be able to receive it. It'll be hard. Yeah, or even recognize it. Be out of place, and then you'd be listening to the wrong spirit. You'd be listening to your flesh, and you'd be listening to the yield of the enemy pulling you out of place. Right. Because you will yield. So he can't do that unless you allow him. Right. Because uh, you have the authority over him. And there's so many so many different ways. Yes, there that are. That can happen, and mm-hmm. that's the enemy's intention is to distract you. Let me just move her over here so then she doesn't get to Mm -hmm. that destiny that I know she has. Like the enemy doesn't know the full length of your destiny, but he knows portions of it. Mm -hmm. And I would say that it's also important to make sure you're not excited to the point where you're sharing things that should not be shared with certain people Mm -hmm. or sharing things that God said it's not time to release those things. Because the enemy will use others to try to discourage you or right. to try to get you off track. So just being mindful of that as well. Any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Final words of encouragement, we are raw priesthood. And it talks about that in in uh, First Peter 2.9, a royal priest. 
a holy nation built, we should show forth praise to him that brought us out of darkness into a marvelous light. We are royal priesthood. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation that we should show forth praise to him who brought us out of darkness into a marvelous light. And we have to stay focused on who we are and love who we are because God loved us first. And we are created in his image and he loves us so much. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree with all of that. So you'll be joining us right at the conference, February 11th, 2023. Purchase your tickets. Bring your friend, bring your colleague. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. Do note that we have adjusted the pricing to accommodate you. We are there to serve you. So do purchase your tickets. The location is there as well. Los Angeles, it's right next to a mall. You will enjoy your stay and you will love the venue. I absolutely love the venue. And so we are so looking forward to having you. I'm looking forward to this panel. And I was thinking of, we really have to have some time for this panel because there's a lot of things to unpack and I'm positioning the questions so that we can have a raw, transparent conversation about some things in relation to calling, in relation to ministry and entrepreneurship, motherhood, being a wife, and so many other things. So I'm looking forward to having you in another episode of this podcast. <laughs>